Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Free and available wherever you find folks get your podcast. All right, on today's show, yeah, of course, I've got thoughts on tomorrow's game. We also talk with Sammy Jacobs of HoosierHuddle.com, and oh yeah, you already know, we are ending the week with some best bets, baby. Let's go! You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, it is October 15th. Happy game day, Eve. Yes, you already know this is Locked On Spartans. Yes, I'm your host, Matt Sheehan. And yes, that right there, that's a can of Friday right there. That's what I like to call that. Um... Welcome to the Locked on Spartans podcast. Uh, before I go any further, just want to thank you guys so much for making this podcast, Locked on Spartans, your first listen every single day here. Or if it's not your first listen, you know, your mid-afternoon listen, your yard work listen, your holy crap, it's Saturday morning, I better figure out what's going to go on this game listen. Hey, anyway, you're taking in this podcast, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, you guys are uh, truly the best. Of course you are. Spartan fans, come on. Um, on today's show, just like I said, I'm going to go over a few thoughts for today's game, or tomorrow's game rather, I shouldn't get too ahead of myself. Uh, we talk with Sammy Jacobs of HoosierHuddle.com to get to know about Indiana a little bit. And then, of course, oh yeah, best bets to take you into the weekend. Alright, before getting into game day thoughts, uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you find folks get your podcast. If you ever have any questions, comments, need to get anything off your chest... Hit me up at LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. However, there's other ways to reach me. And actually, I was sent this comment um, from my great managing editor over at TheOnlyColors.com. Rhino Blennis uh, sent this my way on the 321 preview blog that I wrote <laughs> earlier today. And um, this is <laughs> this this got me good. This is from uh, my guy Gary out in Colorado. Um, his, his, his comment... On my preview post, which is three key stats, two things we want to see happen at one best bet. And I'll spoil it. I said Indiana plus four and a half is my best bet. I think MSU wins, but I think it's close. Which elicits this comment, um, which is titled, Confidence? Uh, Why does the general populace of Michigan State fandom act like a bunch of abused shelter puppies? (laughs) My goodness. I listen to my guy Sheehan every morning. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, This guy is my hype machine, the man that accompanies me on my dog walks when it's 38 degrees, making me feel the heat when it gets oh so cold. And then my man goes and says we're winning by less than a touchdown? Ouch. Our current mindset wouldn't have been able to survive the 2013 season at this point in time. And he goes on, and of course he's confident about his Spartans this weekend. Um, and goes as far as saying that he thinks they'll be 10-0 going into the Ohio State game. Uh, two things for my end, though. Uh, one, no, I, I barely survived the 2013 season. That is quite the broad assumption to make, that I was just a cool customer during that year. Hell no. And number two, this is the reason why I am the way I am. And I bring this up time to time on the podcast and I really don't joke about this either like this no this is actually pretty serious um 90% of the reason I am the way I am is because well John L. Smith yeah just always waiting for the shoe to drop no matter how good things seem they're going right now given game given season oh well bam you flattened and the other 10% I'm still forever scarred by the 2011 Big Ten Championship game because um a part of me died that day. Part of me died in the Chicago hotel. I was watching uh, that game. And so, yeah, if you want to know why I'm the way I am, that's that's it right there. Uh, MSU could be playing Holt High School, for example. And I, by the time Friday in a given week rolls around, I will find a reason to get pretty uh, worked up about it. 
Speaking of getting worked out by stuff at the end of the week, let's just dive into my thoughts for uh, tomorrow's game, or today's game if you're listening on a beautiful Saturday morning. Um, it kind of goes in my first thought of this won't be a walkover game for Michigan State. Yes, I know Indiana's playing their backup quarterback. Their offensive line hasn't been great. We'll get to that later. It hasn't been going too well for Indiana. No kidding. They're 2-3. and three. However, they have played three top seven teams. And no, not teams that were top seven at the time and then have fallen out of the rankings and yada, yada, yada. No, 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 no. They've played number two, Iowa, number three, Cincinnati, and number seven, Penn State, to start the season. Yeah, that's uh, that will do it. That that will get you to two and three, um, even if you're a good team, which I still think, you know, that there is a good team in Indiana here. Uh, for example, their defense has some studs on it. I mean, we'll get to you know, those specific guys later here, later on in my thoughts and with Sammy Jacobs here next segment. And, um, God, I, I, I was a big Michael, well, still am a big Michael Penix fan. You know, I rooting for him. I thought he was electric last year. He was great. Um, a shame that he's had what, now is his fourth season ending injury or third or listen, the guy got beat up. However, this season before his latest injury, something was just not right with him. He was not playing well at all. I mean, Sammy Jacobs will bring it up next segment. Uh, he Basically gave Iowa 17 points right off the bat. It, it hasn't been good for Penix, so maybe there's, I don't, know, maybe there's a little upgrade here with Jack Tuttle, who I think is one of the better backup options in the conference. And I'll plug it one more time. Next segment, we'll talk about that as well with our guys over at Hoosier Huddle. But yeah, it, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a walkover game. I woke up Monday looking through the stats, looking at Indiana, being like. How does MSU lose this game? Like this, this is gonna be a cakewalk. What are we? What are we worried about? But now, as usual, I've been able to freak myself out about this game. Now again, I still think MSU should win. Definitely will win. Probably, but yeah, that's um first and foremost. Just wanna ooh spook you there right off the bat. Um, and also I think this could be a good game for the role players as well. I one of those great players that I alluded to. His name's Taiwan Mullen, and he is a cornerback for uh, the Hoosiers. Reese Taylor, also a fine cornerback in that defensive backfield. Both are game-time decisions right now with injuries. However, you know, there's rumblings and chatter, yada, 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 that kind of makes me think that they will be into play. Now, hey, that's great for Indiana. I'm not going to go into the business of rooting for injuries here. It's not good news for State, though, because uh, Taiwan Mullen, uh, you know, he had an okay season last year, just first-team All-American. I'm sorry, third, yeah, first-team All-American, first-team All-Big Ten. Uh, yeah, the guy's good. The guy's good. And uh, same with Reese Taylor. I mean, they're sensational. So, with that said, uh, hey, I, I still think Reed and Naylor can have good games. However, with a guy like Mullen, you know, blanketing them, shadowing them, it might be a good spot for a role player to get involved. Like Trey Mosley, have yourself a game. Connor Hayward on those little slip routes, have yourself a game. Let's get nuts. Montori Foster, hey, maybe we can have you get to more than two catches on the season so far. Uh, oh my goodness, maybe a tight end will catch a pass or maybe <gasps> two passes this game i don't know I, I just think it's a good spot for role players to uh, get some shine here and with that said too i mean the linebackers are pretty solid for the most part for indiana as well mike mcfadden he was the third team all-american last season got my words jumbled up talking about the last guy and he was also a first team all big 10 linebacker last season and cam jones another linebacker honorable mention all big 10 they're solid they're solid so now where they're not solid where the Hoosiers kind of lack, where it gets a little sad for them. And now, uh, I like to call these um, Stupid Man's Advanced Stats. Now, I, I call them that because, well, 
plain and simple, they're uh, they're a notch above like yards per carry or yards per game. They're a little advanced, but they're also simple enough for uh, a big idiot like me to get. So I'll share them with you here. This is about Indiana's offensive line. And I'm going to sound like a broken record player because I said this before in the Nebraska game. said it before the Rutgers game. I think this is a game where the defensive line can shine, but also has to shine. Because there is a glaring hole at their offensive line right now. So here are the numbers. Stuff rate. Let's talk about stuff rate. Well, what on earth is that? That's actually pretty simple. It's percentage of runs that are stopped at or behind the line of scrimmage for Indiana so far. 20.5% of their runs have been stopped at or behind the line of scrimmage. That ranks them at 97th in the nation. 97th in the nation. Things ain't too good. Now, there's another fun little uh, stupid man's advanced stat. Oh, here it's called uh, opportunity rate. Opportunity rate is when... Uh, there is at least four yards to gain on the field. So if it's like first and goal at two, that doesn't count towards this total. So it's percentage of runs that go more than four yards, or as footballoutsiders.com, where I get the stat from, they write it. Essentially, the offensive line does their job. So the percentage of runs that go more than four yards is 45.9%. That ranks 83rd in the nation. Still on the run end of average there for the Hoosiers. So... Yeah, um, last game against Penn State, they just averaged 2.9 yards per carry on 24 attempts. Um, their longest run two weeks ago was only 11 yards against the Nittany Lions. It just it just wasn't that great. So, um, yeah, uh, listen, Michigan State, they've done solid against the run so far, um, allowing 3.3 yards per carry. And that's sixth in the conference so far. Um, it seems to be that MSU is doing a little better than this is sixth in the conference, but I, you also look around the Big Ten and, yeah. No, there are there's some strong, strong front sevens, front sixes, what have you, in the conference. So, yeah, I, you know, I, again, this should be a game MSU wins. Um, will they? <laughs> well, stay tuned. Saturday, noon, Fox Sports 1 or Fox, I don't know, figure it out. You guys got the TV guide, I'm sure. Um, we will be back in a hot second with our guy Sammy Jacobs of HoosierHuddle.com, but I need to talk to you beautiful people about Built Bar. That's right, baby. We're talking coconut. Talking Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange Cookies and Cream, and German Chocolate, and also, for a very limited time, Rocky Road. Oh yeah, that slaps. Um, It's crazy how fast these limited time flavors go off their website too, so jump on that as soon as you possibly can. Um, Guys, you already know why I love Built Bar. I've been talking to you about it for weeks, months, years, really, when you think about it. They taste sensational. Ooh, my goodness gracious. Um... I would say, yeah, okay, it goes without saying they're the best-tasting protein bar, but they taste better than a lot of candy bars. And, I mean, I, listen, you could hook me up to a lie detector test, and I would, I would pass in flying colors. I love these things. And not only are they delicious on your taste buds, but they are delicious on your body. Each bar has 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. I have no idea how they do it. But, uh, hey, try for yourself. Come on. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. That's right, LOCKED15, all one word, and you will get 15% off your order. One more time, guys. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, guys. I am graciously joined by owner, operator, pretty much Mr. Everything of Hoosier Huddle. Yes, I am talking about Sammy Jacobs. 
He is here joining us on this beautiful Thursday. Sammy, how's your week been? Is it okay? How are you feeling for the game coming up? Uh, I'm feeling good for the game. It's nice to have a game after a bye week and, and things like that. And But the bye week came at a perfect time for IU, who's sitting at um, at two and three uh, after a brutal schedule uh, to, to start. But yeah, it's good to get back to, to covering games. You know, that's kind of where I wanted to start. I want to kick this off with the most complex question I have for you. So like you said, they're two and three. They've played a, a murderer's row of a schedule. So from your point of view, is this still a good team that's just run into horrible scheduling luck as you guys have played three top seven teams? Or are there legitimate concerns with your Hoosiers right now? If you want to walk us through that complexity of a question right there. I think it's a little bit of both. <clears throat> a little bit of both. I think this defense is is really good. Um, they're probably not as aggressive as they were last year uh, with gotcha. the corners. But, um, you know, Michael Penix gave Iowa 17 points in the opener. Uh, you know, Western Kentucky, you guys play; they could put up points with with anybody with that offense yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. um, Penn State, IU's offense just hung them out to dry. Um, I mean, Cincinnati, Indiana had three picks; they were shutting them out in the first half. Michael McFadden gets a a targeting penalty and gets tossed, and you know the that game falls apart a, a little bit there. Uh, fumble inside the four. I mean, IU was 0 for 3 inside the 10-yard line uh, in the red zone with, with um, I think, three turnovers. You know, a turnover on downs, an interception, uh, and a fumble. So the defense is pretty good. The offense is the is the concern. Now, I'm not shocked that IU's 2 and 3 because you kind of knew this schedule would be brutal. Going to Iowa is tough. Penn's going to Penn State's always tough, and then you knew Cincinnati would be a be, you know a top ten, um, a top ten team coming into Bloomington. It's how Indiana is two and three that Michael Penix has struggled so badly, um, that the offensive line has struggled so badly. Um, you know they haven't been great in the past, but they're a veteran group who should be better than they are. Um, there's been injury concerns in the secondary. Uh, the running back room is thin uh, with transfers from uh, Samson James prior to the season starting. And then Tim Baldwin transferred, uh, entered the portal last week as well. So it's a little bit of both. So, something happy for the state fans, not so happy for you. And then we'll reverse it after this question. So amongst all the holes that you just named, the offensive line, the secondary, the running back room, what is like the biggest glaring hole as far as position groups go on the team for Indiana? I mean, heading into um, prior to Michael Penix's injury, it was the quarterback. Yeah, um, sure. That was the most glaring hole. Uh, outside of that, it's the offensive line. Gotcha. Okay. And on the flippity flop, you know, we'll, we'll put a smile on Hoosiers uh, fans' faces now. What's been going great for you guys? Like, what's the the shining position group so far um, for the Hoosiers this year? Uh, the defensive line and the linebacker core. Okay. Uh, IU's got a uh, three impact transfers along that defensive line in Ryder Anderson, Weston Kramer, and Jaron Handy. They've all played really, really well. And then Cam Jones and Micah McFadden at linebacker have been awesome to watch. And you also highlighted, too, that maybe this was not the best year that Panics could have hoped for, but he's not going to be playing, presumably, with his injury going on. So you got Jack Tuttle stepping in and I, in my opinion, that that's probably one of the better backup options that you could find in this conference. Um, so, like, what 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 are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think that he's a solid 
you know, player? Like, what what can we expect from Jack Tuttle coming up Saturday? Um, he's not going to make the extraordinary throw like Michael Penix. Uh, his arm is good, but Penix has a special arm. Um, Tuttle, he's a tough. He he started last year at Wisconsin. Um, IU won up there for the first time since like two thousand and one. Uh, he started in the bowl game. He played most of that bowl game with a separated throwing shoulder, which Todd, it's that's how not tough ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> not ideal. He threw forty-five. I forgot how many passes he threw after he separated his shoulder, but he ended the game with like forty-five passes. Uh, he could run. He's got good legs. Um, you know, he's a former four-star recruit, so he's no slouch talent-wise. Uh, and we'll see that the offense looked a little bit better when he came in against Penn State. Now, they didn't score, but it looked a little bit better. And who are some of the top targets? Is it going to be the, the usual names that you guys were highlighting last year or who's been like the, the top offensive stars um, running back or receiver or hey, even tight end? You guys have a fantastic tight end as well. So who's been the top like one or two guys for the Hoosier offense? Yeah, Peyton Hendershot, uh, the, the tight end for, for Indiana is having a fantastic year. Uh, he had nearly had back-to-back 100-yard games receiving. He had 100 yeah. against Western Kentucky and 83 against Penn State. Um, he's he's a solid blocker as well. He could catch the ball. He's he's hard to tackle uh, and and things like that. So he's I, I would put him up there with with any tight end in the Big Ten. Uh, and then you know Ty Freifogel's back again. He had a big yep. game against you guys last year. Um, Miles Marshall has been targeted more. I think I is going to miss DJ Matthews a lot. He was really coming on before he tore his ACL against Western Kentucky. Uh, maybe you see some of these uh, younger guys, uh, these freshmen come in. I know Malachi Holt Bennett, who's a true freshman. He played a little bit at Penn State. Uh, again, with the two weeks to prepare, you have time to integrate some freshmen, especially playing at home without the roster. You know, with all the dress list restrictions, uh, you could dress more guys and play more guys. So, and then Jacoby Hewitt is is another guy who could um, be an impact player as well. And Javon Swinton. Now, another guy that's kind of keeping me up at night, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but it it seems to be that Taiwan Mullen, defensive back, he will be back for this game. Or are you kind of thinking the same thing? Or what's the the prospect I'm in after missing the Penn State game? Well, Allen just uh, wrapped up his Thursday press conference. He said that uh, Mullen and Reese Taylor, the other starting quarterback, are going to be game time decisions. Got it. Okay. Which that that would be if they don't go, that's a tough blow for IU because they've had a lot of injuries in that secondary, um, and it, it's a deep position. But when two or three or four guys go down, nobody has that much depth. No. You're like Alabama. Yeah, sure. Maybe Ohio State most years, but yeah, right on. I mean, it's 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 tough, especially you know when Taiwan Mullen. You know, he's just a first team All American, and that's it. I mean, it's nothing yeah. nothing special. You know, come on. So, no. Um. So I kind of want to pick your brain about just the the keys of the game here. So Indiana wins if they do blank on defense and blank on offense. We'll start with defense. Indiana pulls off this win if they do blank on defense. I think contain Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Uh, contain Kenneth Walker and make Peyton Thorne throw, I think that gives you enough to win. And on the flippity-flop here, Indiana wins this game if they do blank on offense. Scores a touchdown. I mean, we haven't – IU hasn't scored a touchdown in Big Ten play yet, so it's kind of been shocking. Oh, that bad. Um, Shoot. Yeah. 
So I wow. think, you know, taking care of the ball, being efficient uh, in the red zone uh, and making the most of your chances. So that's the key. I mean, that's the key for every offense. But taking care of the ball, don't make those critical errors, especially if uh, Tuttle plays. Don't He'll take care of the ball. Um, and, and not make those, uh, you know, hero throws that, that Michael Penix was, was making uh, and things like that. And then in the red zone, you gotta you got to get points. IU has not been efficient in the red zone this year. And like any good podcast or radio show or blog or any sports medium that you get your information at, we, we got to do a prediction here. So, like, do you have a prediction going into Saturday's game? Um. Oh man, it's tough because you know, it, it is. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't get to see practice in season, so you don't know if Tuttle's going to start, and it's really tough if you know with Mullen and Reese Taylor being game time decisions. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, and it started you know recently. These two teams have played really close games. Uh, it, it is a trophy game, uh, especially for those IU fans who don't know. Um, it is a trophy game. I think it's starting to become a little bit better of a rivalry game too. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's, I, I, I would say if I, the, I think the betting line is MSU plus three and a half or plus four, mm-hmm. I would probably, or minus three and a half minus four. I would probably take IU with the plus four, but I would probably say Michigan state by a field goal, probably somewhere around 24, 21. God, you pretty much just took my prediction right there because I'm the same. I'm IU giving me the points as well. Uh, I, I think I said, what, 27, 23 or something or 27, 24. Yeah, somewhere in the 20s, but yeah, tight because I started this week thinking like, oh, hey, yeah, MSU versus Indiana, Psh, please. And then I start to look more into it. It's like, well, playing three top seven teams, that that will hurt a record. Uh, that will hurt offensive line play. That Yeah, so it's I think it'll be a lot closer than maybe a lot of us state fans think. So, yeah. I'm excited uh, to be a ball of uh, anxious energy for four hours again on Saturday, man. So, hopefully, yeah. only four fun hours. times, fun times. <laughs> right? No kidding. Yeah, here you there. So, hey, Sammy, thanks a ton, man. Where where can the fine people uh, find you if if they want to uh, either agree with you or, or scream at you on social media? Where where can oh, they find I'm you? I'm being screamed at uh, as an element. There we go. Nice. That a, so, like uh, you could uh, <laughs> you could follow me on Twitter at uh, Hoosier underscore Huddle. Uh, that that account is shared by other people, um, so it's not you're yelling at all of us, not just me. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us. Uh, our website is hoosierhuddle.com as well. So, uh, thanks, Matt, for having me on, and hopefully, it's a it's a good spittoon game. Thanks a ton to Sammy Jacobs for joining us for a hot second to break down the Hoosiers with us. And on the other end of this short little break here, we will be going over our best bets. And oh, would you look at that? How ironic. I'm actually going to talk to you fine folks about betonline.ag right now. We are back and better than ever at betonline.ag as all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this fall. With new updated site, interface, and even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You just got to use promo code LOCKEDON, it's all one word, Locked On, to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. For football to basketball, to boxing, to golf. That's not written down, but I'd like to add that in there. Love uh, love me some golf betting. 
right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's betonline.ag, where the game starts. That's right, guys. Everyone on your feet. All rise. It is time for best bets of the week. Fire up your phone. Fire up your laptop. Betonline.ag is where to find these lines, and <laughs> let's get it popping. Uh, to recap the year so far, hey, we are we are still in the black, baby. That's right. Seventeen and thirteen. That's uh, that's three weeks in a row where I've gone three and two, and eh, it's not four and one or five and zero, oh, but you, hey, 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 getting that cash is getting that cash, baby. So. Uh, I'm actually going to stick with the theme I've been doing here lately of picking all Big Ten games. There's five Big Ten games going on this weekend once again. So, yeah, let's just uh, run down the line and pick pick them out here. Um, what better place to start than noon in Minneapolis? I think, yeah, it's home game for the Gophers, I believe. We're going to go with under 48.5 points for this game. Um, Nebraska, huge, huge... <laughs> Uh, probably emotional roller coaster last week, and well, in, in typical Husker fashion, a crash and burn for them did not go well. Uh, that was really a great point for them to have something to smile about on their season. But oh, oh, hey, I'm just gonna choke the ball away and uh, screw up a chance to beat Michigan. And well, okay, now you gotta get on the road for a noon game in Minnesota. And it's not just all the you know the the, the cliche stuff or the their how's their morale doing. Now, they're also 0-3 at hitting overs on the road. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go under 48 to get the best bet party started right there. Number two, um, another noon game. Oh, if you're watching this game, you're a sick puppy. You're, you're just a oh, disgusting person. I'll probably be tuning in. Uh, it is going to be Rutgers minus two against Northwestern. <laughs> okay, do you know, before I even talk about this bet... MSU being underdogs to Northwestern is probably going to be the funniest hindsight things that happens this year during college football. Like, e- like even uh, outside of our Spartans, <laughs> like just in all of college football, the fact that MSU was underdogs to this Wildcat team is laughable. I, Northwestern sucks. Northwestern is really bad. If anything, I'm even like more alarmed that MSU didn't win Week One by more than they did at this point in the season. Um, Northwestern's not good. They they are two and three in the season, and even worse than that, even worse than that, they are one and four against the spread. So not only are they losing, they're they're also losing people money that bet on them. And on the flippity flop, I, I just don't think Rutgers is that bad of a team where they're only spotted two against this pretty bad Wildcat team. So. Yeah, if you want a lock of the week to fade <laughs> uh, or to, you know, roll with me here, I'm going to go Scarlet Knights minus two. Yeah, sure, it's on the road, whatever, but I, no, 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 no. I, I don't think Rutgers is as bad as their record shows, but I, I do think Northwestern is as bad, if not worse, than their record shows. It, no, I do not think anything of the Wildcats. So Rutgers minus two for pick number two. Uh, you know what? We're going to go back down just a, a motion and morale road right now. I'm going to go Purdue plus 11 and a half. That is a 3.30 kickoff, I believe, in Iowa City against the Hawkeyes. This could be a massive letdown spot for Iowa. Goes without saying, great win against Penn State. Great come from behind win against Penn State. You got your fans on the field. Oh my God, life is so good. How on earth can we bungle our way to Indy? It's impossible. Now, I'm not saying they lose this game. 
Although I will be sprinkling a little bit on the money line. Let's get saucy. Yeah, what the heck? I'm already in the black for the season. Um, I will be gladly taking the 11.5 points given to Purdue. And not just, you know, the emotional letdown, but I I, I think Purdue's defense is, is solid enough to keep this within striking range. I mean, yeah, I was done fine in the passing game, but really, so far, running game hasn't been too much to write home about. So, yeah, I, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the over-under is projected somewhere in the, in the low 40s. 44.5 is the last place I saw it. I think spotting a team 11.5 points with that low scoring of a game, sure, I'll take that, no no problem. Speaking of taking a big spread with low scoring teams, Army plus 14.5 against Wisconsin. Last I checked on betonline.ag, things can change. Hey, we got 14 more hours until this podcast releases after recording. Um, It's 39. The total is 39 right now, so... Right now, Army plus 14 looks desirable. And also, I need to atone for my sins of the preseason where I anointed Graham Mertz the best quarterback in the Big Ten. And I believe I went as far as saying, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Why am I digging myself a hole and rehashing horrible takes? But I think I even said he's the best quarterback in the Big Ten and by a wide margin, too. I even think I threw that on top of it because, Jesus. Hey, everyone's got to have bad takes in a while. Yeah, I got you know bad takes all the time, but that one, pfft, heavens, really, I did myself there. No, I think Army can just win this game straight up against Wisconsin. I'm not, you know, yeah, sure, Wisconsin's got a good run defense. I don't know, they got a horrible offense though. It's it's abysmal. So, yeah, you give me two touchdowns worth for the uh, Golden Knights there. Sure, yeah, uh, we'll we'll take that gladly. Last but not least, that's right, it's your Spartan game. Um, I already spoiled this pick right off the bat. Yeah, I'm going to go Indiana plus four and a half. Um, a lot of money coming in on the Spartans so far. And, hey, well, Vegas knows what they're doing. Not only that, but, yeah, I don't think Indiana is as bad as a two and three team. Yeah, things have not gone right. And, you know, sure, those three losses, they really weren't all that close in, well, for most of the game of most of those games. So, yeah, but I don't know. I, I think the backup quarterback will actually help them, and I know that is an insane thing to say, but... Listen, I, I think Penix was just doing that bad to start the year where, like, they just can never find footing on offense. So, yeah, it, it's, it scares me a little bit that Taiwan Mullen is is going to come back. I mean, I wonder what that does to MSU's offense. And this is going to be a really good test to see if, you know, they are uh, matchup proof. I think that's a term that Graham Couch threw in his column earlier this week is, is MSU matchup proof? Yes, other defenses can, can have great players. But can your great players outplay their great players? Hey, hey. We're going to find out. Let's go for it. But in the meantime, yeah, I'm going to listen. Hey, I still think MSU is going to win. I just think it's going to be a close game because, yeah, that's just how I'm programmed, I guess, to always uh, expect a stressful game. And also, um, I am having my son's uh, first birthday party this weekend. We're starting at 3 o'clock because uh, old Dingus over here decided to schedule it uh, while MSU would be in the second half. And I would love MSU to jump up 70-0 to right at halftime and just uh, absolutely beat the, the piss out of the Hoosiers and not have to worry about the game in the fourth quarter. But, hey, uh, if I know anything about Murphy's Law, it ain't going to be like that. This thing will be 27-27 going into the fourth quarter. So I'll quit rambling about my problems. Um, like I said, guys, hey, if you ever uh, have any questions, comments, hit me up, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com, and I will reiterate one more time, as I do, especially at the end of every single week, that's right, it's time for me to get sappy and talk about how much I love you guys. You guys are truly the best. Um, 
Amongst the Locked On Podcast Network, uh, we have been bouncing between the number two and the number three show amongst all college programs, and I cannot thank you guys enough for that. And, hey, I also can't thank a, a 6-0 and team enough for that as well. It certainly doesn't hurt to talk about a good team because, well, the team that jumped us for number two last week, that would be LSU, Locked On LSU. And um, I don't think they're necessarily talking about how great the season's going over there, and I don't think the listeners are hopping on to listen about the wonderful things going on in Baton Rouge. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to uh, be at the correct end of that spectrum right there, whether it's, you know, hey, good fans want to hear about great things going on with their great team, or they want to uh, share the misery amongst others and really wallow in a bad season with someone else. But, hey, one more time, Mel Tucker and the boys, whew, they got us uh, They got us on the right end here. So, Thank you to the team, but thank you guys so much for listening, whether it's once a month, once a week, or every single day. (laughs) You sick people. Uh, I really cannot thank you enough. You guys are the best. And if you're looking for more Locked On uh, action and more college football, Locked On Big Ten with Nate Dickinson, I will be on the show. And, yeah, we're going to go over best bets as well. So, uh, yeah, if you need more betting in your life too, hey, let's go. Locked On Big Ten, baby. All right. Hey, let's – Let's try to have a calm weekend here. Let's uh, let's do it. Got the bye week coming up, and let's have a Friday. Let's have a Saturday. Let's have a Sunday. Let's have a weekend, baby. All right, go green. Love you all.